Okay, guys, it's the Pushing Rubber Podcast, episode 148. This is Adam Piggott coming to you on a Sunday evening here in the Netherlands. Yes, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, last week, of course, was pretty busy for me preparing for my speech at the XYZ conference, which went very well. The Q&A session was a ball buster. Uh, <laughs> you haven't heard that. Uh yeah, go and check that one out. Um, and the, I think the word got around because I think there's only about 70 people listening to it live. And it's had over a thousand listens now in a week. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I'm actually happy about how the Q&A went. Um, you need a bit of biffo. You need a bit of... Uh, antagonism well not antagonism but uh people who are opposite sides of the fence particularly people who are pretending to be on the same side of the fence but they're actually not and that's what went down there because um well i'm going to call a spade a spade and a black lives matter a black lives matter and a whatever or whatever so uh if you haven't heard that one uh go and have a watch or a listen to that you can watch it because that's me there in all my glory um and i got some really good uh feedback from it um a lot of the comments i think there are 60 or 70 comments on the youtube uh episode alone um were on my side a lot of them were also against me and that's great that's fine uh i think uh, one of the the pertinent comments that i saw was <clears throat> stating that you know Adam's not making any friends doing this. And it's it's probably it's probably good to emphasize that no, I'm not out to make friends. Um, I'm just after the truth. Now that's why I would make probably a poor politician, because politicians can't go for the truth. Politicians have to band together uh, disparate factions and try and keep them all happy. Um, that's not my game, okay? So my game is to identify and then communicate what I perceive to be the truth. And I got a, a really lovely email from one of the other, um, uh, from the panelists of that night, and he was also a speaker on the conference as well, James Fox Higgins. He emailed me after it went down because he was on the Q&A, and uh, he said to me that, even though it got pretty, I'm paraphrasing, of course, he didn't use exactly these words, but he said it, he wrote more or less that even though it got pretty bombastic, um, he said at every point, he went back to the source of what was being said, that I was more or less communicating the truth. He, could, he couldn't fault it. And, you know, that's what we're here for, you know, no more, I'm not, to puss, not pussyfooting around. Why should I? I don't need to pussyfoot around because I've got no ulterior motive. I'm not trying to wing my way into Australian Parliament and a life, lifetime pension, you know, of two hundred thousand dollars a year after you know four years of you know fucking up the country. So I'm not I'm not trying to do that, uh, or anything else that's going on. I'm not trying to sell you, you know, five books and uh, you know my two thousand dollar a head, you know, weekend. Uh, seminar, blah blah blah. I'm not doing it. No. Um, and 
as I've stated on my page on my website of my opinions my opinions are subject to change because what I think is the truth now you know it's um the red pill journey is like a constant there are an almost like an infinite layer of lenses over your eyes blue blue pill lenses and the journey is about getting rid of those and those lenses have been put there since birth but normally the I think the greatest majority of them are in your um, teenage years and early adulthood and your job is to get rid of them bit by bit and you know it's a continual process and I look at like the last five years and where I am now is is definitely advanced from where I was five years ago and I have no doubt that that will be the case in five years time and and so occasionally I will adjust on that page something that I've put up there free speech was a good example of that so I don't believe in free speech uh, I used to believe in free speech because that had been implanted in my brain since early childhood. Um, but of course, free speech is just complete chaos and it was a weapon used to undermine the Catholic Church, specifically amongst other institutions. So that's just an example of a blue pill lens that I've managed to jettison in the last five years. Um, so... You know, have a have a watch of that uh, of a speech. The speech goes for about fifty minutes, and I think the Q and A goes for a little over an hour. Uh, David Hiscox from uh, um, X Y Z and Tim Wilms from the Unshackled had to pull it in the end, but there was a lot of people in the chat screaming at them not to do so. They wanted it to keep going, but I think it actually ended at the right point. Um, I think we'd we'd all put out our positions. Any anything. Anything uh, going on from there on that particular evening, I think, would have just generated to personal abuse and ab hominem attacks, which, you know, fun as they are, don't really get you to where you need to be. Um, I'm writing a couple of articles related to that Q&A, and I hope to have both of them out next week. The... I was going to rush them out, and then I decided just to take it a bit easy. So this week, I basically had, I think, I have four days off. I posted something on Monday about Lewis Hamilton taking a knee, and uh, and then I didn't post anything all week apart from other hot chicks and links, of course. Um, I just needed a little bit of a break. I needed to freshen up a bit, um, and it's been a good weekend. You know, I'm feeling good. The weather's been really shit for the last couple of weeks in the Netherlands, probably the worst summer I've ever seen. Um, but this uh, this weekend it all cleared up and it's been very nice. Today's been lovely. And uh, I even had an afternoon nap this afternoon, you know. That's good. I started out on my deck and after 10 minutes I'm like, no, 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 this isn't working. I think it was about 3 o'clock. And then I moved onto my couch and after two minutes there I, 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 th- I thought to myself, no, this <laughs> This ain't what I need. I was upstairs to up, lie on the bed, boom. And I think I got up at five, and that was great. Um, I'll tell you what, a Sunday afternoon nap is the uh, definition of civilization as far as I'm concerned. Uh, now, the um, 
the theme of this episode is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And I'm because, and that's what I've already started talking about. But I'm going to approach it from a little bit of a different viewpoint because this came to me the other day. I get quite a few emails, messages from younger guys, you know, appreciating my little series on the 28 traits of the modern man. And invariably there's a question about, you know, how do I go with this? What about this? Blah, blah, blah. And I I respond to all of these because I know what it's like to send an email cold in this regard. And if you reach out like that, you're really, you're looking for answers. And uh, that's what we're all here for. We're looking for answers. Um, so I always do do my best to respond to those. I've had a bunch of book requests lately, as in, can you read my book? Um, and I just, guys, I just can't do them. I've got, okay, I've got a, I've got two books I need to review for Matt Forney for his Terra House publishing company. Um, I've got the Soviet man's financial book, which I really need to review for him. Um, I, I promised him I'd do that and, uh, and I, I definitely want to do it. Um, and then I want to review, um, Giuseppe Filotto's Believe, uh, which really helped me out preparing for my talk the other week. So please, um, I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't review any books guys because I have to read the book and that's at least a day at least um and i i i probably do a 55 hour week work-wise and the, you know the leftover time i'm i'm dedicating to try and get you know my own stuff done so yeah and for those if matt or soviet men or well giuseppe doesn't know that i'm going to review his book but i intend to if any of you guys are listening that's the reason and i apologize but i i am getting to it i really am um but I get I get I get a lot of emails from young guys and um like I said I, I'll do my best to respond in a genuine way uh so something that's that's going to be helpful for them based on what they've written and I was thinking about this it came to me the other day um on the subject of truth because as a young man today, you don't have those points, the initiations into manhood, at least in Anglo-Saxon Western culture, that were available to you in generations past. So you don't get to a point where you're a man or you're an adult, you kind of, well, if you follow the current trend of indebting yourself with a useless university degree, you're basically in school till you're 23 or 24, and that's that's just ridiculous. You know, keep in mind that in World War Two there were squadron leaders and you know unit colonels who were in their early 20s. So if you're perpetuating as a man, if you're perpetuating school until that, guys, just don't do university. Just don't do it. Um, 
I really think now it's a poor idea in, a, in, a, in, in any of the Anglo-Saxon countries, you know, so US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, UK, the big five, just don't do it. There's no point. Um, if you want to do something interesting, say like, you know, mechanical engineering or rocket science or whatever, pick a university in Europe, something decent. Mainland Europe universities aren't expensive either. Um, but uh, other than that, I'd forgo the whole university thing and get a trade. But without this um, initiation, the rite of passage into manhood, uh, many young men are lost, as I was 30 years ago. And it's very, very, it can be, depending on how fucked up your adolescence was, uh, it can be very, very tough to get through. And you can give young men a lot of different advice. You've got to dress well, you've got to work out, you've got to you know, get a trade, you've got to do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. Um, and all of that's important, but at the same time, all of it is superficial. In the sense that the underlying foundation for what all of that's based on is the key. And if you understand that, then your progression on every aspect of your life will naturally follow the right path. So, this is the truth episode for young men. That's the foundation, that's the key, that's the secret. You have to base your life on searching for the truth. Let's, let me give you an example. So going to the gym. Um, there's so much misinformation out there. Take CrossFit as an example. It's just terrible. Uh, look up on YouTube, CrossFit fails. Absolutely horrendous. And you can really damage your body. You can fuck yourself up. Uh, doing that. Now, the people behind CrossFit made a lot of money. That was the whole point. Uh, most of the time, making lots of money and the truth don't go together. Because the majority of people want to believe the pretty lies. That's the old saying. If it sounds too good to be true, you know it is. And that's why I never have any um, sympathy for people who, say, lose their life savings to the guy who turns up at the door in some form of another and says that he's going to quadruple their money in a week. Come on. So if we take the gym, well, from what I've found and what I've discovered, the truth is strength, not cardio, and powerlifting 
and doing it in the right form and three by five and three times a week. And it probably took me 20 years to work that out. Now, I wasn't looking for it for 20 years straight, but sporadically on those 20 years, I would try different things and none of them would work. Um, but eventually, through sheer persistence, investigation and determination to find out what actually works, I discovered the truth. So Mark Ripito at Starting Strength is the guy behind the whole 3x5 modern iteration and mark is never going to get rich and he's got a few gyms and he's got a couple few good books out and i'm sure he does okay but he's never going to be crossfit rich and that's because mark is not uh, interested in peddling pretty lies because powerlifting done properly and strength training done properly core training done properly is hard work brutal hard work and every time you step into the gym it's painful there's no easy sessions you never arrive that's an example of looking for the truth the opposite of that is the steroid freaks the roid heads who juice themselves up go down to the gym you know strut around like peacocks literally with carrots up their date um and in 20 years, they're all permanently attached to dialysis machines for all of the, well, the drugs that have destroyed their kidneys. So young men, your rite of passage in the modern world, your initiation is to search for the truth. That's it. In everything you do. Think about your work, whatever you might be. Approach your work, your job, from a fundamental position of truth. There are some jobs then you just won't be able to take. Maybe like being a salesman for an inferior product. What if you're a simple barista? Looks like every university graduate is a barista these days, so probably this is a good example. Though I doubt anyone listening to this would be a barista. They're all left-wing lunatics. How would I approach making coffee from a position of truth? Well, I would treat all my colleagues in an exemplary fashion. I would do the same with the clientele. I would make sure every single coffee I did was as, as good as it could be in the time frame allowed. Because if you take 20 minutes and you make the perfect coffee, but you've got 50 people waiting, you know, it's no good. I consider that to be un an underlying element of truth. The left uses truth, but they invert it. They say, be true to yourself. That doesn't mean what it's supposed... Well, 
It's a misrepresentation fundamentally. What they're saying is that, you know, you're okay, you're perfect the way you are. You don't need to change. Yes, you do need to change. God, I've changed so much in the last 30 years. I'm unrecognizable as an individual from when I was 18 years old. I'm completely unrecognizable. So we're not trying to be true to yourself. We're trying to be true to the world out there. The ultimate truth, of course, is God and Catholicism and Christianity. That's the ultimate truth. And if you read the Bible, it's all true. There's no mistakes in the Bible. There's no bit where you can go, oh, well, they got that bit wrong. It's, it's all true, which is no... Well, how you know that it's not written by man? Because we're fallible, all of us. So young men, you need to base your life on the search for truth. And that means in what you do, but also in what you say and in what you ingest. Because the world is full of lies, because Satan operates from lies. That's what he does. A search for truth means being humble to yourself because you will come along many moments when you will realize that you're wrong. But you need to welcome those moments because that's a blue pill lens being thrown away, being jettisoned from your eyes. Uh, a day when you realize that you were wrong about something is a very good day. Very, very, very good day indeed. Leftists can never admit they're wrong. That's why I don't argue with leftists. They're not interested in seeking truth. They're an ideolo ideological... They're operating from an ideological base. Couldn't get the word out. So it just goes round in circles. Um, occasionally on my blog, I will make examples of them so that other readers uh, get the point. I think the last big time that I did that uh, was maybe three years, two or three years ago with the whole rafting thing where they were trying to, you know, the rafting needs to be more diverse and ended up getting a whole bunch of lefty trolls and uh, I eviscerated them not uh, to take pleasure in it, but so my other re readers would really understand fundamentally what was going on. And I actually got uh, a, a fair few emails going, okay, that explained a lot. That was like a real, they really enjoyed that. But uh, the core definition of a lefty is that they're not interested in the truth. They're interested in furthering their position within the leftist community that they operate. And they'll say whatever they have to do to progress in that regard. So they're fundamentally completely untrustworthy. So, for example, if you're, if you're operating under truth and at the moment you're studying journalism, tomorrow you need to quit that course. No matter how much money you've already paid for it, you have to quit. Because journalism today operates 
across the board from a position of lies and deceit and propaganda. So you can't, you can't do that job. If you're listening to this and you're studying journalism, well, that was a mistake. But hey, right now, you just had a blue pill lens torn off from your face. Now, if you choose to take that blue pill lens and stick it back on willingly, that's a massive step back for you. Because it's one thing to be force-fed lies from childhood and believe them. And it's another thing to be told the truth in adulthood and willingly discard that because it doesn't fit your internal narrative at the present time. And that's a massive setback for you when you do that. That's like a giant leap backwards. Self-sabotage on an immense level. And you'll have to do so much work in the future if you decide to operate from truth in the future to overcome that. You will be seriously compounding mistake upon mistake upon mistake if you do that sort of thing. My blog probably gets 10,000 views a week. I'm sure there are some people writing out there who would love 10,000 views a week, but it's been 10,000 views a week for three or four years. It has not gone up. I've got my core audience. Occasionally I get spikes, but yeah, more or less 40 to 50,000 views a month, something like that. And that's because there are a finite number of people in the world who are searching for truth. I always like the subscriber list on my blog. It's been sitting around 450 for about two years now. And people will pop on. I think I got it up to 465 or something earlier this year. And then, you know, you just see them dropping off. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't, they don't want to know about it. And those are examples of people willingly putting the blue lens back on their eyes. Which means, young men listening to this, there are not many seekers of truth out there. And that is the one... That is one of the massive benefits... You're going to swim against the tide. You're going to go against the herd. It's your choice whether to do it silently or openly. I do it openly and I always have. And that's just my personality. I can't get around it. It doesn't matter which one. That's up to you. What I learned, though, uh, is that you don't... I don't drop truth bombs on my friends. I have very, very, very close friends who have been friends for 20, 30 years who um, I won't talk about this sort of stuff with them. It's just not... Our friendship's based on other things. Uh, that's why I had a Facebook page for Pushing Rubber Downhill and I stopped it after about three or four months because it was just 
Well, it was just interfering. Uh, I would say on the early part of your journey that you need to keep it very inwardly focused and don't try and convince the world around you just because you discover some stuff. Because what you actually do is you disperse the energy. You just and it, and it just and you don't make any friends doing it. And I know at the start, <laughs> I know what I said. But at your start point on the journey, it's better to marshal your forces and keep your energy focused. Because you might have discovered a truth and good, but you may you probably have only discovered five percent of it. And you think you've discovered the whole truth, but you're only part a very small part of the way there. Don't rush around mouthing off, hey, this, that, all the rest of it. No. Keep your big mouth closed and your eyes and ears open. See what's worked. Go very calmly. Go very calmly indeed. I can't begin to tell you how critical that is. And young guys, teens, 20s, you don't know anything. Really. There might be some outliers <laughs> that know something, but most of you don't. And at the core of it, I truly believe that the reason that we're here on earth is to see whether or not we fall for the lies or not. How susceptible are you to believing the bullshit? So young men of today, that should be your core mission, your foundation for how you proceed forward for your whole life. That is your initiation into manhood. The moment when you dedicate yourself to the search for truth. And that you do so in a humble but strong manner. Okay. Let's do the shout-outs. Aaron Clary, Captain Capitalism, a man who also searches for truth. Do I agree with Cappy 100% on everything? No. He thinks women should do STEM degrees. I think that's a big mistake. But... You're never going to agree 100% on this stuff. Who's right on this? I think I'm right. But check out Aaron Clary, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. He's got podcasts, videos, his arsehole consultancy business. 
If you're a young man and you're looking for truth bombs, uh, Cappy's Arsehole, Arsehole Consulting is where it's at. So you'll tell him that you're thinking of uh, doing a degree in journalism and what are his thoughts on that, and he'll make a video telling you that you're a fucking moron. Um, well worth the money that you pay for the truth bombs there. Uh, he's a big supporter of me and my work and uh, um, an all-round good guy. Um, people ask how they can support me. I've now st I've got two affiliate programs. There's my Amazon affiliate, affiliate. So if you click on one of my book links or Cappy's book link as an advertisement, any of the advertisements on my blog that go to Amazon, and on that purchase, I get a hit and doesn't cost you anything extra. That's nice. That lets me buy books that I can't find time to review, basically. Uh, and I have an affiliate program with uh, Goose VPN. Um, you can either do a one-time 130, I think it's 139 uh, big ones. Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, 139 bucks, and you get VPN for life. Um, or you could, I got a bunch of deals monthly uh, that last for a month, six months, a year, two years, whatever you want. Uh, it's a very good VPN, um, and uh, I wouldn't have it up here uh, if it uh, wasn't worth your while. So that's a definite way that you can um, support me. I get money from that. Uh, and um, yeah, you can also buy my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill. So that's how I worked out all of this stuff myself. And Run Guts, Pull Cones, which is more of a manly men doing manly things together book. Uh, you can follow this podcast. Uh, for the moment, I'm still on SoundCloud. They're sending me lots of emails saying that my credit card's being declined because my yearly subscription's coming up. They're not getting a cent from me after their Black Lives Matter banner. That's gone. So it means I'll probably have to keep um, the podcast to under an hour but i actually like that anyway because i think half an hour is pretty well a sweet spot there uh follow my blog if you like truth bombs uh and there we go so guys thanks very much for listening i hope that this has been of value to you i hope you all have a wonderful week i'll try to get another one of these out next weekend until then stay frosty ciao